This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning into the show for the first time, if you have a question that we're not answering, you can always give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, be sure to click on the radio page. There you can check out past shows. We do a lot of educational topics. And if you're listening to a show like this, you're trying to get yourself smart so that you can be set up for success in retirement. So it starts with this education. While you're there, subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. So, you know, we have regular listeners that know we talk a lot about retirement. And in fact, I'd venture to guess that if you went through our show archive, you'd find that retirement isn't mentioned more than any other subject, which as it should be, because that's what the show is about. (laughs) So when when it comes to personal finances and getting ready for retirement, it crosses generations and income brackets. and, And no matter where you live, whether it's here or where I'm sitting in Colorado or you're a world away, chances are that retirement is something that you think about, you know, at least at some point. So I don't want to imply that you only think about it and you're having a terrible day at work. You know, one of those days that starts off with spilling coffee in your lap, three angry emails and a frozen (laughs) computer. (laughs) Sounds typical. But who doesn't, yeah, who doesn't think about retiring on a day like that? But beyond those occasional bad days, you want to start thinking about the leisurely weekend breakfast, the last minute road trips, and just kind of planning for your dreams, whatever that's going to look like. So what we wanted to talk about today is how do you spend time digging through all the different tools that are out there, like IRAs, 401ks, you have insurance, you have CDs, you have underneath your mattress. There's all these different tools out there. So how do you pick? So before we jump into that, let me touch base with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Wow. Well, I'm doing great. This sounds like quite the show you've got lined up, uh, but I've been very well. I got a lot done this week, but uh, feel like I had a little more time to do things. So how about you? What's going on in your life, Tara? Well, Tony, I'm glad you asked. We're talking about financial tools today, but the, the big thing Chris and I have going on is we are going to paint our basement floor. Oh my We've, goodness. We're we're starting to use it, but it's just raw concrete. And if you've ever tried to clean concrete, you can't hardly sweep it or mop it or do nope. anything. So nope, we're can't. gonna we're gonna take the time. We're gonna paint it because we're we're on a 90 day challenge for eating healthy, and we're working on getting fit. We have a Bowflex for years, and so we're gonna take the dry cleaning off the Bowflex and actually start using it. <laughs> you mean the Bowflex? <laughs> uh, you're gonna you're gonna turn your clothes rack back into an exercise device? That's what we're gonna try to do, yeah. Tony. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget when we got a treadmill, and uh, my buddy was helping me move it, and he goes, uh, he goes, you know what I call these? And I go, what? And he goes, clothes rack. <laughs> and sure enough, you know, I look over there, and oh, we've hung a few clothes on there. That's great. 
Well, and so we've we found a, a really good program that we're liking. It has a video, like a 10-minute, 5 or 10-minute video you watch every day, and, and everything is packaged up. It's nothing new, but it, it's it's that little bit of structure that helps. It's kind of like having your coach in your house. And so uh, while we're cooped up with COVID and, and not going outside and traveling as much as we used to, we thought we would try to do a little bit of healthy living. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what, I did, did the show with Chris a few weeks back, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and he said that you guys had given up as part of this big plan you're doing. Uh, you gave up caffeine and alcohol. And I asked him, my response was, have you killed anyone yet? (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair question. (laughs) I mean, you give up caffeine and alcohol. If I gave, if I had to give up both of those things, just boom, give them up. uh, I think there'd be trouble. Well, and I really enjoy the way this program is, is you're just taking vacations from things. So it's not forever, but they're having us take, you know, week or two long vacations just so you have a chance to go. How does my body feel when I don't have those things in my ah, system? Yeah, that's and it, I, it's those are two things that are not good for you. Caffeine or alcohol, I will admit. But uh, I'll tell you, I'm addicted to caffeine. That is for sure. Uh, well, and what I realized for me is it's the caffeine is not as much as just the um the symbolism or the, I enjoy going and sitting in a coffee shop and having a nice warm cup of coffee, especially mm-hmm. when it's starting yep. to get cold. Yep. So it's that ritual that's going to be harder for me, I think, than the actual coffee. Well, and I think people use uh, both uh, like coffee and alcohol during the winter more, obviously. Uh, and so that's a tough time to give it up, but it is so much better for you. Uh, but back into what we're talking about. I mean, a financial strategy is designed to make your working years a little easier in terms of, you know, savings and insurance and developing income streams for retirement. The bottom line is, though, retirement, for most people, it's the crown jewel of the entire financial strategy. I mean, that's what we're working toward. And I think the idea of spending some time today chatting about specific retirement savings tools is going to be a good idea. Uh, So let's get to it. Tony, I love this topic because I think it's fairly unique, but I I like to look at all the different options that whether you invest in real estate, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, um, 401ks, annuity, fixed annuities, um, CDs. These are all the tools that are out there because you've made this money. So you go to work and you've made this money and you have this money in your hand. Let's say you have $10,000. And the question is, well, what do I do? Do I do I put it in my bank account? Do I add it extra to my 401k? Do I stuff it under my mattress? Or I, my favorite one is someone told me they bury money in coffee cans in their backyard. <laughs> so it's it's a really good thing to look at and, and to understand what the tools are. But we're going to start talking today about the um, 401k because almost everybody who's working has either Tony a 401k or a 403b or if you're in the military a TSP so why don't we start with talking about that traditional IRA yeah yeah and obviously IRAs are a very popular uh, retirement vehicle for a lot of people and I think that uh, traditional IRAs are very common uh, in terms of who's eligible for one it's pretty wide open isn't it Exactly right, Tony. So the easiest way to look at a traditional IRA is that if you're earning taxable income, you can probably open up your own individual IRA. And if you're one of those folks who doesn't have uh, retirement options through your employer, 
then the contributions you make to your traditional IRA are often tax deductible. So, you know, the money you filter into your traditional IRA, it could be invested in a lot of different assets. So you want to think of the IRA, Tony, is like a bucket. It's a bucket the IRS has given you. And so once you have money in that bucket, you can invest it in mutual funds. You can invest in exchange traded funds, which are often referred to just as ETFs. And the money that you make on those earnings is tax deferred. And so that when you begin your withdrawal at the age of 59 and a half, then the money is simply taxed as regular income. So you get a, a tax deduction going on the way in, and then you pay taxes on the way out. So there are contribution limits, though, with traditional IRAs, aren't there? Well, Tony, the IRS always has limits, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's the government. So. But but you're right, Tony. So in 2020, and you always want to look it up because every year it changes a little bit. But in 2020, yeah. you're able to contribute up to $6,000 into a traditional IRA. But if you're a little older, specifically 50, I like how there's a fine point on that, yeah. you may be able to contribute up to $7,000 a year. So you definitely always want to take advantage of, of how you're allowed to save money. But obviously, you can't go over the limit. And and the next piece that we should look at, Tony, is a Roth IRA. So if your annual income is below a certain threshold, a Roth IRA, IRA is something that you want to consider because, Tony, I always like to look at how do we make your money tax-free? Because when you put money into the Roth, you don't get a tax deduction today. But the great news is that when you're retired, you don't have to pay taxes. So you don't mm. care what the current tax rate is. You don't care who's in office. It's all these things are off your plate. So anytime you can make your money tax-free, that's always a good move. Yeah, that's huge. And so, but Roth IRAs have an income threshold. Tell us more about that. Well, there, you know, every good deal, there's always a catch, right? <laughs> right. So, so the amount that you can earmark for a Roth IRA is dependent on your income. And you can only set up a Roth IRA if you make less than $139,000 a year if you're single or $206,000 if you're married and filing jointly. So in my opinion, Roth IRAs, you want to start those soon when you're young because you're generally not making as much money yet. And that way you can get that money working for you. But then there are some different ways that we can get your money into tax-free categories if you make more money. But right from the get-go, especially when you're younger out there, you get that Roth IRA set up and pack it full until you make so much money that you can't. <laughs> right. There you go. That's a good idea, good advice, uh, because that tax, like you say, not only does it grow tax-free and earn that compounding interest, you don't have to pay taxes on the interest or the principal when you pull it out. That's the great thing about a Roth. Now, it's been a great show so far, but our time is almost up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break here? Well, Tony, definitely for people who are listening, one of the big things when we're planning for retirement, we want to understand the tools. But the questions that people usually have, Tony, is, you know, how, what's my number? How do I know when, what's my target and how much I need to save? Am I on the right track to reach my number? And then how do I manage my tax situation? So if you're any of those questions are floating around your mind, I would encourage you to call Chris and I at 719-210-4242. Tony, we've set up 20 complimentary appointments for those first 20 callers that want to get answers to those questions to go, what is my number and am I on track to get there? So please give us a call at 
210-4242. So we can help you get those questions answered and you can be ready for your plan for success. Right. There you go. We want to be ready. And listeners will be right back with more insight into how you can utilize the retirement savings tools that are right for you here on Nolan Financial Radio after this. Hello, this is Tara Nolan of Nolan Financial, and I want to tell you about a very special event we are now hosting quarterly, either virtually or in person. Chris and I are offering our one-day financial planning workshop. How much is enough and how do I get there? It starts with a seminar to talk about your financial health, and then we will have activities on goal setting, spend planning, and knowing how much you need, helpful tips and more, all for no cost. But there are a limited number of spots and we are accepting names for our waiting list now. I would like to offer our listeners the opportunity to attend. Call us now to get on the list before it fills up. Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning into the show and you have a question, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're visiting the website, you can check out all the past shows. We do lots of educational topics and also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So during our show, we have been talking about various retirement savings tools that might be a good fit for your overall strategy. So, Tony, I think it's been pretty interesting. Well, as interesting as the IRS can be. (laughs) Ah, yes, the IRS, uh, taxes. But you know what? Retirement tools, I'm glad you're sorting this all out for us today, Tara. Uh, This has been really good. What do you have next for us? Well, the next one, Tony, this is really important for a lot of folks, is um, spousal IRAs. So a spousal IRA is a strategy for married couples that can implement to increase their retirement funds using an IRA. Because, I mean, the thing about an IRA is it's it's a tax-advantaged um, place to put your money so that you you pay taxes on the way in or on the way out, but not both. So it's simply put, you know, if, if you have a spouse who um, earns a lot less money than the other spouse or is maybe staying at home to raise the kids for a while, a spousal IRA is the way that you can save more money for retirement because a spouse who isn't working outside the home or who earns less money can simply open up a traditional IRA or Roth IRA in their own names and then contribute money based on the household income, right? So that way you're not limited to how much you can contribute in a given year. So Tony, I always like options and, and way, when you can be in control of your money and how you set yourself up for success, that's always better. So that way a spousal IRA is gonna allow you to, to essentially double your IRA uh, retirement savings. Yeah, I mean, a spousal IRA sounds fairly straightforward, but uh, it might be another area where you really need to sit down with a a seasoned financial professional like yourself, Tara, to talk about all these pros and cons. Uh, It makes a lot of sense. Uh, Now, what's the next retirement savings tool you have for us? Well, Tony, I like the article does talk about um, fixed annuities. And at the most basic level, an annuity is simply a contract with an insurance company that can ultimately supplement your retirement savings. So there's a lot of different annuities out there and we actually have entire shows on annuities, but you wanna think strongly about fixed annuities. And and Tony, here's the thing I like about annuities is they're guaranteed money because it's a contract with an insurance company 
and it's a nice balance. So I, like if I was sitting in front of you, I would have some annuity money in one hand and some market money in the other hand. And so when the market is going up and down and going crazy, your, your annuity hand is just nice and steady and you know it's going to be there. So you don't maybe make a bunch of money, but Tony, you never lose a dime. So it's all about balance, right? And so right. fixed annuities are pretty typical for many of us to understand against other types of annuities. So I always look, you know, Tony, words mean things. So if you see words like indexed or variable, what this tends to mean is that that money is tied to the market. So there's some risk attached. Whereas a fixed annuity, I like, I call it the plain vanilla fixed annuity. It's a tool that you use and you use it as a balancing agent. And like everything, Tony, with all of these tools, the key is to make sure you're using the right tool for your situation. Yeah. There's, there's not 100% of the people out there, Tony, that I would say should have an annuity or 100% of the people that should be in the market. There's usually some kind of a balance and it's going to depend on what's going on in your life and, and where you are in your retirement strategy. Yeah, it's like my my dad and my grandpa always say, uh, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Exactly. That's ex <laughs> but no, it's, it's not but necessarily the, the right tool for the job. So uh, you <laughs> exactly. have to use the right tool for the job. And uh, but but a fixed you know fixed annuities and fixed index annuities. I, I know that that's a very popular retirement vehicle with a lot of seniors, uh, a lot of baby boomers who have been retiring out there. Uh, and, um, you, you mentioned that fixed annuities were one of the last tools, uh, that you wanted to talk about there. So now I guess it's time to start talking about some employer sponsored retirement tools or options. Exactly, Tony. And I'm glad you made that point because what we've been talking about are the things that are open to you as an, an individual, but now that you're working, then there's all these, these different, uh, retirement vehicles, the first one that almost everybody is familiar with is a traditional 401k. So you're probably pretty familiar with what makes the you know 401k works. But for anyone who's not, a traditional 401k provides the opportunity to contribute retirement savings with pre-tax dollars. So that means if you have $100,000, you put it into the 401k and you don't have to pay taxes on that money. And that money grows tax deferred and then you start paying taxes when you actually withdraw the money, you know, in your 70s. So, but here's the good thing about 401ks, Tony, is a lot of employers incentivize participation by matching contributions up to a certain percentage of the employee's salary. So, like, here's an example. If the max contribution for your traditional 401k is $19,500 or 100% of your salary, whichever smaller, you should also note that if you're older than 50, you can make additional contributions of $6,500. So the employer contribution doesn't count with regard to this limit, but you always want to take advantage of matching dollars, right, Tony? Because that's like free money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That is free money. I mean, where, where else are you going to get free money? So if you're not taking advantage of your full employer match, uh, you're just giving up free money. That's crazy. Uh, you know, obviously you have to factor that in too, because uh, that's so important. And I know you talk about that a lot, but a lot of people aren't taking advantage of it, which really is crazy. Uh, what's next? Well, and Tony, I just wanted to touch base on that to let people know if you're listening out there, almost everyone I talk to, a lot of people, Tony, I say, well, are you getting taking advantage of your match with your 401k? And people look at me like, what are you talking about? 
or they go, I have no idea. And so this is a really simple question. I would just foot stomp right here, Tony, is if you have a job and you have a 401k, find out if you're taking advantage of the matching because that's free money that you should definitely be doing. Yeah. So now I'll get off that soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the next thing we want to talk about, Tony, is there are retirement tools that are called 457Bs. And so if you work for a state or local government or some kind of agency, you might be able to use this plan. And so it's very similar to a 401k. A 457b lets you use pre-tax money and then the account is tax deferred until you begin taking the withdrawals after you retire. But you should note, Tony, that some of the 457b plans do come with Roth options that work just like Roth 401ks. Yeah. Well, that's good. Roth is a good word to listen for. Roth. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's true, because when you take it out, it's tax-free if it's a Roth. Now, I really think uh, it's important to talk about all these savings tools and how they might fit into your broader financial strategy. Uh, How do you want to start this last segment? Well, Tony, we've already talked about individual retirements, and then we talked about employer-sponsored plans like 401ks. And so I thought it'd be a good idea to spend the rest of the show talking about what if you own a small business or you're otherwise self-employed? Because there are some really good tax advantages when you're self-employed. And a lot of people, when they're they're running that small business, they, they don't think about setting up that retirement plan for themselves. You know, and I love this article from Forbes. It talks about a Pew Research Center studied 16 million Americans identify as self-employed and 29.4 million work for self-employed individuals. So that's about 30% of the nation's entire workforce, Tony. That's a lot of people. Wow, that is. So Tara, I hope that you're going to tell us, even though those 45 million Americans out there are on their own for retirement, they still have options? Well, Tony, that's exactly what I'm going to tell you is there are good options, but guess what, Tony? Just because an option is there, you have to take it, right? (laughs) No. That's true. Because <laughs> if you don't, if it's a good option, but you don't take it, then it doesn't help you. No, it but, doesn't. You need to. So take it. exactly. So the first good option for a small business owner who doesn't have a retirement savings plan option for their employees is a savings incentive match plan for employee IRAs or Tony, it's better known as a simple IRA. So if you employ people through your small business, you can use this as an option to contribute to retirement accounts for your employees. And Tony, that's great on two levels, right? Because you're going to take care of your your people, which you want to do, and it helps build that loyalty. If you're running a small business, you have a lot invested in your people, so it's worth it to take advantage of that. But here's what you need to be aware about for a simple is that you have to meet one of two requirements, right? It's the IRS. There's always requirements. So... Either, Tony, you have to match your employee's contribution up to 3% of their total compensation or contribute 2% of an employee's salary, even if they don't contribute themselves. So with a simple IRA, your employees are immediately vested, which means, Tony, that they do own the money in their accounts. So in addition to being a good recruiting tool when it comes to hiring quality workers, your contributions are going to be tax deductible for yourself. And it, it, it really does help, Tony, when you're out there looking for good people to come work for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, obviously you want to keep your employees happy. I'm glad you brought that up. So a simple IRA uh, does seem like it might go a long way in helping it to compete with the bigger companies for great talent. Uh, What's another good option out there, Tara? Well, Tony, another good option for small business owners is the Simplified Employee Pension or SEP. 
So business owners who have SEP plans, they must provide them to all of their employees who earn at least $600 per year from the business, who have been employed with the business for at least three out of the last five years, and who are at least 21. So one of the things, Tony, that makes a SEP plan unique is that employees cannot make contributions, only the employer can. So I love this article and you can look it up, it'll be explained. You can contribute a maximum of 25% of an employee's salary or $57,000, whichever's less. So it's a way to put away a good amount of money. But one wrinkle that you should be aware of, Tony, is that if you're contributing to your own SEP, you have to provide that same percentage to all of your employees' SEPs. Ah. So so the, the contributions you make are tax deductible, Tony, but that's why we really want to look because you have options of a simple or a SEP. And so it really kind of depends on are you a sole owner of your company or do you have employees? So there's little things you want to look at, but these are some good options. Yeah. And I bet you can guess what I'm about to say. Does it begin with a financial and end with a professional? (laughs) Financial professional. Exactly. Uh, Because with taxes and all this that you're talking about, uh, I don't think there's any doubt that if you own a small business or you're self-employed, you really have to be working with a financial professional like yourself. Right, Dara? Well, Tony, I, I think absolutely you do because um, you can do th- you can always do things yourself. But th- a good example I have from my personal experience, Tony, is is I own quite a bit of real estate, and I was working with a tax preparer that I had been working with for years. He was like a grandfather, really, and you know he just prepared my taxes, and I didn't know the difference. But when I went and, and I got my first CPA, Tony, who specialized in real estate, right? Because just like everything, there's CPAs that deal with businesses, doctors, uh, government employees. So I got a CPA that dealt with real estate, Tony. And he looked at the way my taxes are done and he's like, well, you could do it that way, but I could also prepare them in, in another way and save you a whole bunch of money. And, and I was like, oh yeah, let's take that option. <laughs> So the reason that you work with a professional is they know all the ins and outs. And while you can do things yourself, sometimes it can be done a lot better if you have a professional on your side. There you go. And I think that's a good note to end the show on. We're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Tony, I'm getting excited now because there's all these different tools out there. and, And this is where the strategy and planning comes into play. And I love it from my military background is to go, okay, we, you know, we want to go over and take that hill. So how are we going to get to that hill? Are we going to go up it? Are we going to go around it? And, and that's what this is all about is we're setting you up for that retirement success. And what are the tools that you're going to use to get there? So Tony, if, if you're out there listening and you want to know how much is enough and am I on the right path to get there? And am I taking advantage of all the things I can? Because it's different if you own a small business or if you work for the, the government or, or what, however you do it. So Tony, give Chris and I a call 719-210-4242 for those people listening that want answers to those questions and know that they're taking the best path to success. Yeah. And that's important. Uh, that's the key right there, Tara. Thank you so much. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.